beat them if they number one then now we number one according to rankings but we don't want to take none of that we want a, a good game against a good team and we're still humble and we don't want to be ranked we want to be out in the top 25 because we still hungry and when we hungry we eat Welcome to the fire and ice pack Okay. That was quite the intro today, man. I went a little long. <laughs> I'm, I'm in a depressed catatonic state right oh, now. So, dear. what's up? We are freaking back. Yeah, we're back. <laughs> Finally. Thank you for joining us. Kent, how you doing, brother? I'm doing good, man. <laughs> these games the last week or so have not been the greatest to us, but I'm hanging in there. How about you? <laughs> um, I've passed the depressed stage, and I'm just in like the uh, stage where you just laugh at your own pain. So That's good, man. <laughs> I'm glad you're there. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. This is your first time listening. We always appreciate you. And if it's your 11th time, because kids, math is hard, this is our 11th episode, you're officially a day one, and we appreciate you even more. Yeah, mad shouts to y'all. We are a NC State podcast, and we have not had a great run of things lately. So, so we're going to try to do this show and make it as most listenable as possible. Yeah, and we always pride ourselves on being the least informative and what can't most entertaining Wolfpack podcasts in the entire world or at least in Raleigh where people care well we still have a listener in what Sri Lanka I, I don't I, I think that we've turned that listener off because I haven't seen we've that lost one, our global yeah, listeners. Yeah. we're not global anymore we're more of a localized uh, okay. American podcast we're now, still officially the 17th I think ranked Wolfpack podcast but we appreciate you guys for keep coming back to the well every week because we have fun doing this and we hope you have fun listening. So I got to throw this out there. Kent, what are we asking for? We're asking for follows and likes on our <laughs> Instagram and Twitter pages. We're asking for follows and likes on those two social media platforms. <laughs> did I screw that up? No, you did well, brother. I'm sorry. What are at, our social media at, handles? At Fire Ice Pack Pod. There it is. Is that Twitter and Insta? That's the same. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's pretty and, smart. Whoever put that together made him the yeah, same. Yeah, that was, that was all you. The uh, biggest thing we asked for on top of that is subscriptions. Oh, that's reviews. what you were referring yeah, to. Yeah, there right. you go. There you go. My bad, bro. We want you to subscribe. The reason we want you to subscribe <laughs> is that when this episode gets put out tonight at roughly, oof, 1130-ish, because this may be a long one, <laughs> if God, you're going to get a notification that it's available. And, and it's going to be lit thing. AF. Yeah, that's you're 35. Wait, 34. Yeah. Saying lit AF. But <laughs> uh, oh, subscriptions yeah. help. We always ask for reviews. Reviews help us because it helps us climb up the you know charts that we will never be a part of until maybe 2020. So we're still figuring this thing out. But we always start a podcast with one damn segment. You already know what it is. What the hell are you drinking, Kent? I've got a Coors Light. Oh, the bullet. Yeah. Are the are the mountains blue? <laughs> they are. They are blue. I actually wanted to try to get a twenty four ounce you to drink. That's a callback. I'm sorry. So 20- that, that joke has been done too much. But uh, it hasn't been with that Coors Light. Not can, with though, a Coors so, Light can. So that's so. that's original content. Yeah. So yeah, I went with a not a lot of lot of not a lot of options for the twenty four ounce beers. There was a couple that I really wanted, but they had like twenty five ounces, and we weren't. We yeah, yeah, yeah. we can get we can get twenty five, twenty four yeah. maybe, but you know, um, I'm rocking this Goose Island IPA that Kent so gladly brought me. It's got a big goose on it, and it's from Chicago, uh, Chicago, the home of Michael Jordan, who was twenty three. So we're like one point better than him. Wait a minute, I thought he was from. I'm just kidding. Wilmington. Uh, yeah, he went to Laney. Ever heard of it? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> His number was twenty three, kid. Oh yeah, I'm just. You said Chicago. Oh yeah, oh, he, played yeah. We'll play, he did play for the Bulls. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you watch the NBA when you were growing up? I did, but I was like, I was so confused for a second. <laughs> well, uh, it's, it's a good, late, it's, man. It's, it's a good little IPA, uh, five point nine percent, fifty five IBUs. What is an IBU, Kent? I, I think it just means it's hoppy. 
Oh, so it looks like the Max I, IBU. This is pretty hobby. <laughs> I have no idea, man. Oh, okay. You're asking the wrong person. Research free on that, but yeah. very tasty. So, first segment. You already know what it is. Here it comes. Real tomato ketchup, Eddie? Oh, nothing but the best. It's the ketchup segment. Ketchup segment. This is our second ketchup segment ever on the 11th episode. This is kind of our random news and notes. It could be about state. It could be about the Super Bowl, which we'll get into. It could just be about our lives. So, we're in a ketchup factory, baby. Is it Hunt's? Yeah. <laughs> no doubt about it, bro. Uh, so, we had a, a pretty eventful week. It wasn't as quite as busy as the one we had last time. But we no. did have some big news that kind of came out of nowhere. And that we, we all knew that Debbie was retiring. Debbie then, was retiring. We've been waiting for this. Not in a good way. Debbie has done an amazing job with the program, but what do we have? Yeah, we, we had a replacement. A, we had a replacement kind of out of the blue from from what I could tell. And um, it's it's Boo? 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 Boo. 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 Boo Corrigan? Billy? From, I think it's Billy's granddad. No. Yeah. No, it's not, dude. No, It's right, like yeah, the yeah, son yeah. of a, a, a former um, ACC commissioner. Oh, I thought it was Billy Corgan's granddad, the lead singer of Smashing Pumpkins. No, I, I mean, I know who Billy Corgan is. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> That's pretty. It'd be pretty cool if it was, though. He had some good hits. What was your favorite Smashing Pumpkins song? Um, I don't know. Nineteen seventy nine. Yeah, seventy nine goes. I'm still going tonight. Tonight. No, yeah, that's a good one. So we got a new AD. They also did the cover of one song that was really dope, but I can't remember what it was. The Pumpkins did a cover yeah. of what song? Maybe like. It was like a girl song, and I can't, like, I'll have to look it up after okay. the show. It was pretty dope. I can look while you're talking about Boo, because you did a bunch of research on him, apparently. <laughs> no, the only thing I know about him is that he was the, uh, I think he's coming over from Army. Um, he is from Army. You don't, you don't have to think about that. And he uh, he really helped to uh, to booster their uh, revenue. Booster, not bolster. bolster. That was a, no, that was a pun on that yeah. Was yeah, thanks, thanks for saving me there. But no, he was able to really increase uh, some of the the giving that that the fan base was given, uh, specifically to benefit football. So that's great. Yeah, they they covered Fleetwood Mac landslide. I yeah, think. that's the one. You you are just agreeing with me right no, now. No, that's it. Landslide. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't heard that cover. It's pretty awesome, to, man. I'm gonna listen to it the minute we get off this podcast. Yeah, that's pretty dope. So yeah, um, good reviews on Twitter because that's our only news source that he seems to have built, he obviously built a successful football program there that mm-hmm. was apparently mm-hmm. in the sewer before he got there. And all of his co-workers and cohorts and all the industry insiders that we are so tuned into. <laughs> yeah, they him, love the guy. I've given him five stars. Yeah. On, I mean, on a five-star rating scale for sure. So it's yeah. not like out of 10, it's five stars. That's what's up. Yeah, so. that's how they do rec- recruiting rankings as well. They do. Speaking of that, do we have any recruiting to get into? Well, I mean, we. I think signing day is tomorrow, so February sixth. Okay. Uh, Jordan Houston, I think is his name, committed a week ago or so within the the time that we had our last show. Um, so we're looking for him to sign tomorrow. There's a couple of names out there we're still messing with. Uh, Jamaris Griffin is is doing his announcement on Atlanta television live tomorrow morning. So that that pretty much goes to tell you that he ain't going to stay. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Uh, do you remember when? Uh, when was it Calipari? Then we were trying to get uh, Bam at a bio. He went on like ES like Mike and Mike to announce oh, yeah. that he got we knew Bam that. Yeah, he wasn't going on Mike and Mike to pick state. <laughs> no, nah. that, was, that was the. Fun. Like as soon as that was announced, there was no chance. <laughs> it's like, oh, John Calipari this morning. By the way, Mike and Mike are trash. Drink it because I said trash, but I'm glad that show's over. And if you're still listening to the replacement, why? Uh, what about women's basketball watch? Remember when we were undefeated? Yeah, and uh, we just <laughs> have to lose to freaking Carolina in that. Unbelievable. So after after our game that we'll get into on Saturday, where Virginia Tech um, did things to us. Uh, Sunday, we go out in Reynolds. We have a sold-out crowd. We wanted to get out there, but we both had some stuff going on. But we went super cold in the second half. I think <laughs> I think that kind of carried four over. Four or five for 24 in the second half, yeah, which we're terrible. a really good offensive team as a women's team. So, you know, we'll take that lump, apparently. Yeah, I mean, I don't think anybody expected them to go undefeated for the season. It just sucks that the loss, the first Was to Carolina, and, of yeah. course, at home. Yeah. I remember something like that happened tonight. But – 
So women, women's will bounce back. We're going to get a top at least three seed in the tourney, is my opinion, and then I'm going to be dialed in. I hope there's some games at Reynolds that I can go to or you can both go to. And well, if you get the, – the cool thing about the NCAA tournament for women's is if you're a uh, top four seed, you host the opening, like, the first two rounds, which is oh, yeah. pretty dope. We're going to host a podcast from Reynolds. That'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah. So women's watch is over. Uh, did you watch the Super Bowl? Yeah, yeah, we had a little party. Uh, did you guys host? No, it was a buddy of mine from across the street hosted. Um, did you need to add him, or does he not? Does he not listen to his podcast? Probably not. He's a Syracuse fan. Oh wow! Yeah, he's, he's from, trash. Well, he's from up there. He's also a Beals fan, so I mean, <laughs> that just sucks for him. <laughs> um, don't 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 handle Beals Mafia. <laughs> <laughs> they go through tables with the best of them. Yeah, that that's the good. That's the best thing about the Beals fans. But no, nah, we had a. We had a nice little uh, watch party over at his house. Um, it was a, I actually enjoyed the game quite quite honestly. A lot of people were trashing it, and I actually enjoyed the the actual football. Yeah, there was some drama there for sure. Um, a lot of uh, defense. So if you're like a, a defense guy, and you, I mean, have it that made, take, at least so. it was a game though. Like it you was. didn't like at halftime, you did not know who was going to win that football. Patriots game. never have blowout Super Bowls though. They're known for having. Yeah, they like to have those winning by a field goal and or coming back from like a un, ungodly. Yeah, deficit. like a twenty-eight to six was that the I think Falcons? It was twenty-eight to three. Twenty-eight to three. Yeah, <laughs> whatever it is, fuck the Falcons. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, the Pats. Our boy Joe Tooney. Yeah, shouts to that guy. Got two rings. Yeah, he's good. like I saw he was the uh, only player, or yeah, I think he was the only player in NFL history to start his start his first three years. And starting the Super Bowl for that. Hell yeah. Awesome, man. He deserves that. That dude is a nasty offensive lineman. Um, other big thing was, <laughs> that I thought was hilarious, was Josh Gordon is going to get a Super Bowl ring. Shouts out guy too, man. Good for him, though. Good for him, man. He's been through a lot. He's in, like, rehab watching the game most likely, but I'm glad he's at least finally in rehab because yeah, everything I mean, has ever indicated that he's been just horrible on himself without trying to get any help. So Yeah, so hopefully he can get – Get his get himself together, and I doubt. Yeah, you never know. Somebody will give him a shot. He can still play football. <laughs> how, uh, how did you guys watch the uh, the maroon? I know you're a big Adam yeah, Levine. Well, I, I know you're a big Adam Levine guy. You've told not me a that big, in the past. Not a, not a big maroon five guy, but you told yeah. me you're a big Adam guy. I've heard you. You watched the Voice just to see Adam. On nah, there. nah. But no, I, we watched it. I thought it was terrible. What What was so terrible? Like, what's your official review? Well, I just the overall show was just trash, man. So you didn't like the Travis Scott and the Big Boy bit? I enjoyed the Big Boy bit. So I but got, I could have I would have preferred if Andre <laughs> three thousand was out there. Yeah, I don't know what's up with Dre, but I loved it when uh Big Boy wrote out in the caddy. To, that was pretty dead. to Kryptonite, but I thought he was gonna keep going on Kryptonite. Kryptonite's my one of my top five jams that has Big Boy in it at least. There's Outcast is the other top four, but. That was going, and then he broke in, of course. I like the way. I like the way. Yeah. That, okay. movie, that, that was my just, sleepy brown voice. That was good. That was, <laughs> I mean, I guess it was okay. The only other big takeaway besides Adam Levine just basically showing his nipples to everybody, and but he didn't get in trouble, but Jack's, Janet Jackson did, was uh, <laughs> yeah, I, had a, yeah. I had a good friend. Oh, I had a good friend of mine that actually went to Atlanta this weekend. Doesn't listen to the podcast, never will, but that's fine. He went to a strip club, I believe, on that Saturday night, and he was showing me videos that he took in the strip club, which I didn't know that I was, I've never been to a strip club, but <laughs> he was showing videos that he took in his strip club. I would think that's illegal, but he was showing videos of these rappers apparently just throwing out bands of money, and he said there was $600,000 of money on the floor. Unbelievable. I didn't believe him. Like, I, he showed me the floor with all the money on it. Like, videos that he recorded on his phone. <laughs> and I was like, well, oh, dude, dude, how do you know that it's $600,000? He's like, man, they were just showing us the bands, and it had, like, a band wrapped around it, and it showed us, like, 50000 on it. And I was like, dude, couldn't they have just written anything on those bands? <laughs> he's like, man, nah, they wouldn't have done that. So, anyway, oh, dear. I, I kind of thought nothing of it. And then I saw something on Twitter that Trash Barstool posted that – there was a $600,000 money drop at this strip club this weekend. Then that was a link to like that. They got that from TMZ Sports. 
So he was legit at this club. He said he saw basically every rapper that he should have sold his videos to TMZ. Exactly, dude. The ones that TMZ had looked like his videos. <laughs> they weren't his. But I thought that was awesome. That's like he was funny. in that club when he said he saw every rapper that you could think of. Just name a rapper that was from that area. Atlanta's got a lot of rap culture, and he saw them at that club, which is really cool. So that thought that was, cool. was and, and nobody was scooping up the money, which is you know. I wonder if Ludacris was there. I'm sure. Eh, I'm sure he was. I think it was more of the new, like the, the new Atlanta the more style. Current yeah, rapper. like Twenty One Savage, who's actually British. Yeah, I saw that. That's kind of funny. <laughs> I don't think he was there. I think he was. I think he was in jail or detained by. No, ICE. he didn't get. He didn't get arrested until later. Oh, I think okay. it was like Monday or Tuesday. I could see him arrested. being there then. Uh, yeah. But yeah, that's all I got. We're done with catch up. Let's get into these MF and basketball games because they were. Yeah, so we sight to behold. We had three games since we last recorded and. We're not going to make y'all sit through an analysis of all three of them because no. they were all trash. Um, we're great at reviewing games, but not previewing games is what I've come to see. Yeah, but we need to get off of it, especially when we have three losses. We <laughs> yeah. don't want to spend a lot of time reviewing it. So we're going to – let's breeze right through and, and talk about the, the the number three team in the country, UVA, for just a quick second. Um, Will, what, how, how did you – Wait a minute. You also have like a new hobby, right? A new hobby? What do you mean? Like a way that you spend your Friday and Saturday night? <laughs> so, I do. So, the, the past two weekends, um, I've been solo dolo in the crib, as they call it, if you're young or something my age probably because nobody says crib anymore. But the, uh, I spent a, a, good Friday, a good Saturday night of last weekend, not this past weekend, but one before that, I was just – if you – Follow us on Twitter, please do, because I go on tweet storms and I will go through an entire game where Kent have Kent and I have a new thing where we will just uh, go to a game and just send notes to each other while we're at the game. We're watching, but we just timestamp foul calls or travels or any questionable things. So so me, I can put in the work post game and go and watch these <laughs> on Saturday stuff. night. Yeah, so on uh, while everyone's sleeping at like eleven p.m. Yeah, a couple Saturday nights ago, I went on a little tweet storm <laughs> and uh, I had all these timestamps. So I was like, man, I got nothing else to do, so I'm just gonna go and uh, give these a quick review. So I posted videos, but you know what? No one else is doing this. So follow us on Twitter at FireAssPackPod to see these calls. And so for the Virginia game. We were sitting right beside each other. We were there in attendance, as we said we would be. Uh, I'm going to read our rundown that we posted while we were in the game, and I'll make this quick. So, here it goes. CJ, second call at 15 minutes. Everything I say after this is me reviewing it with a one-word answer. CJ, second call at 15 minutes. Nah. DD, Devin Daniels, no call at 14.22. Nah. 12.46, no call in alley. Nah. 1230 Helms. Yep. So, let me stop you right there. Yeah. Nah means that... It wasn't a foul. It wasn't a foul, but they called a foul. They did. Okay, understood. No, no, no. They called a foul, but we didn't get shitted on. Like, it was a legit foul. Okay. Yeah. But the Helms a, foul, so you're saying that out of the first four, the Helms foul at 1230 was the first one that was... That was a blown call. That and was Clearly, a and then I posted call. it on Twitter. Okay. 1226, no comments, just nah. 1031 over the goal, nah, 955, not shooting, nah. Wyatt playing big minutes. This is our notes. <laughs> he was. He was playing he was. a great game against Wyatt the had a great Virginia game. Yeah. 458 foul, yep, so that's two blown. Overall, good half-court offense and defense has been solid. 326, yep, so that's three missed calls. Walking in the half, uh, maybe, probably not, though. Second half, 1934, trash for us. I don't know what that means. I'm guessing it was bad. Bad offensive sets. That's been a theme for the past three games. Two big threes, one after the other. 1246, double foul, nah. 1236, hook questionable, yep. 1035, lost the ball, LOL, I wrote. I don't know if that's good or bad. I'm thinking that's bad. 925, screen foul, Keats got on the mic. Okay, so we need to talk about this. So there was one piece of trash, like, apparently, that got on the court. Yeah, what was the trash that I didn't see the I trash never saw anything. I never saw a picture of it on Twitter, but apparently some people were – because that call, when that screen foul call was such a trash call that somebody Oh, yeah, the one right throw. before it. It was probably, like, those garbage nachos that they serve at PNC. Somebody just, like, 
was curled up one nacho, a singular nacho. Yeah, one single round tortilla chip. Maybe on the court. Uh, Kevin Keats got on the mic. Did you see I'm, the UVA fans like trashing uh, the the referees for allowing that? For allowing him for, to hype up the crowd. No, I haven't. Is that yeah, been on message boards? No, it was on Twitter. Oh, okay. They were like trashing uh, the ACC and, and everybody for l- allowing him to have the microphone to, to hump, pump up the fans. Yeah, that was different. I've, I've been to a lot of state basketball games in my life. I've never seen a coach grab the mic and tell the not crowd. Not during the game. Nah. No, not during the game. So, Keith's grabbed the mic. I'll make this quick. 801 trash on them. I said, yep. 430 walk. Nah. One one minute offensive goaltending. Nah. 403. This was an overtime carry. I said, wow. In caps locks. Yeah, that was the one that was rarely called. Yeah, I <laughs> the remember commentators. that. Yeah, that was on our that was yeah, on our yeah. Twitters. Just they said, wow, that carry is rarely called. I can't believe they did it. And then uh, 316 a block. I said, nah, got hand, but good D by DD. So that's that's our that's our new thing. Uh, that's how Will's going to spend his weekends from now on. Yeah, that's that's one of my weekend nights, right? Yeah. I get a little time on. We did pregame at EV, RIP to East Village. For Anyone 20. that's listening to this, we, we pregame there. Had some $1.50 or $2. No, it was $7. Uh, oh, we did $7 Bushlight pitchers. Bushlight pitchers, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was cool. Uh, it's not going to be the same when they reopen it. I can't imagine it'll be even close to being the same, but you never yeah. know. They they're gonna renovate be some yuppie scum bar under a apartment complex at, and the rent will probably be jacked up or they can't serve seven dollar yeah, pitchers of it, bushlight. It's gonna be you know craft beer only or some shit like that. So, but other than that, overall UVA takeaways. Um, we got to stop letting teams get out in front of us, man. I mean, and, yeah, and these obviously holes, these holes are killing us. Yeah, it's kind it's of like that something. Sasha. What's it, Sasha? Not Sasha Baron Cohen, but the other Sasha kid. I don't know. Damn it, I'm looking up while you talk about the game. Yeah, so that was bad. We did make that comeback, which is unbelievably challenging against UVA and their defense. I mean, I thought that was great. Um, you know, Markel got some caught some cramps in the in the overtime period. He so did. Kind of got us down. We were wondering what happened to him. Got back in there. We had a chance to tie it with some free throws. Unfortunately, we miss. But that's the way it happens. Um, and and. You know, going from that game, we kind of thought it was going to be a positive. We liked the way the team played. Um, little did we know how things would kind of keep on going, but uh, and, and, trans- and transpire to our next game. But. I was trying to say it's not Sasha LaBeouf or LaBeouf. It's Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. I thought his name was Sasha for some reason. Unbelievable. <laughs> but you talking has, about the, sh- the movie Holes? He has a movie like Holes. Like the Disney movie? Did you see where I went with the Holes? Well, it we took too long to get holes. there. Yeah, you know. I'm working on my comedic <laughs> timing, guys. By 2024, oh, I'm going to be a funny person on this podcast. Yeah, so, but overall, to be down 14 in that game, come back, have a chance to, at the free throw line, to send it to double overtime. I mean, we're okay. I, we thought it was going to be okay. We thought it was going to be okay. Marco missed that first one, and that's a just a stab in the guts. But yeah. made the second and the third. I thought he was going to try. I think he maybe tried to miss the third. Yeah, and I think he was trying to go long. And... Yeah, it's one of those things where you try to miss, and it just doesn't happen for you. But more than anything, man, can we just be glad that we only have to watch Virginia play basketball one time a year? God, yeah. God. <laughs> yeah. I was – I've been trying to, like <clears> – <throat> I don't know. I, I I was looking at the last ten years of Virginia basketball, and I asked you this the other day. And um, as far as our games or Virginia basketball, in, in just general? Virginia basketball in period. Yeah. So like, they've won two ACC titles under uh, whatever the dude's name is. It's Tony Bennett. Tony but Bennett. Is it, are we talking regular season or ACC championship? Or well, ACC the ACC championship? championship is the tournament championship. So he's won two of those. Okay. Um, he's won a at least a regular season. But there's no such thing. Um, okay. And then, uh, so he won the ACC tournament twice, and he's gone to, I think, three Sweet 16s in the 10 years. Right. He's lost to a 16 seed. Oh, that did happen last year. And so, <laughs> would you rather have to... What up, UMBC? Or, so, what I was trying to just picture in my mind, am, would I rather have Virginia basketball... <laughs> <laughs> or am I okay with NC State basketball and Kevin Keats right now? And I think I'm okay with NC State basketball and Kevin Keats right now. Okay, so, all right. So 
That's that's fair, but throw out the the sixteen and one loss because we're gonna get shit on forever for the twenty four point game that we're gonna talk about in a little bit. Well, that's true too. But you texted me that also before that twenty four point that, game, yeah. and uh, I don't know, man. I like I, I still think Keats is is the right guy. He I know is. It hasn't looked like that lately, <laughs> but I still I still have the faith in in my man Keats. So. I'd rather have have that moving forward than have to watch fucking Virginia play basketball thirty five times a year. Yeah, that'd be a nightmare. Do you have uh, any? We got a new segment that I'm gonna find some music for. Okay. Any superstitions that? I mean, I messed I'm, with us this game. I don't know if there was anything other than like it was the first time we went to EV before a game. It was like, the first East Fields pregame that we've done since. College at least, and I don't even think we did it in college for a pregame. Yeah. We usually do like Edwards Edwards Mill Bar and Grill or not a sponsor. They can um, be. Yeah, no doubt. Shouts, D- slide in our DMs if you want to sponsor us. <laughs> or Rudino's um, right in the same side of the street. <laughs> we're, we're good. Um, uh, or I we just a, tailgate. And yeah, we usually tailgate. That was a. It was also raining a, too though, so I mean we weren't gonna do that. Oh yeah, it was rainy. I also got a a new state hat to replace my one that I sweated through because I've been a gym boy lately. You know your boy's been on the treadmill. Yeah. Ask me how many miles. How many? I mean, usually like one to two, but you know that's pretty pretty weak. <laughs> oh dear, I'm that's... getting there. This is this is me coming from not you not going to the gym at all and not. Well, being I'm proud of you, man. Yeah, Congratulations. I appreciate, I appreciate that. So that's all I got for that. And, uh, you know, we got a, another game that we played on Saturday that we both attended as well. You want to talk about that? Who, Not really, man. Who I'd we, prefer that we just don't even talk about it. <laughs> we played Virginia Tech. God, did we? Uh, no, nah, we didn't. Yeah. We, <laughs> I texted you before the Virginia and Virginia games. And I said, if we don't go one and one, we're going to go way out of the rankings. And we, God, went, we didn't even get a vote. We went, which we shouldn't have. We scored twenty four points in a basketball game. Twenty four points in a basketball game. We were there. Yeah. Uh, Shouts to the Virginia Tech fan that was on our road that was actually laughing at all of our jokes. Yeah. So because we, we we had a lot of them. To get into this is uh, we did tailgate for this one. It was a noon game, so we were. Well, we always are the only ones tailgating for basketball. an NCAA basketball yeah, game. But sad, man. Very sad. There's not, and we're in the student lot. Don't get me wrong. We got a student with us as always. But uh, my favorite moment of the game, other than the 24 points, was uh, Ernie Myers when David Thompson got shouted out early in the first half. Man, that was a cool David Thompson shout out. Oh dear, that was that was fun, man. Uh, even the Sporting News did a story on that. They did? Yeah. It was terrible. So, for those of you who didn't watch, because I hope you didn't watch this game. Well, well they might not have shown that in the, like... They they didn't show this. Uh, man, I hope they didn't show this on probably freaking Raycom. But uh, they give a big shout-out to legend David Thompson during the game and put him on the huge video board and... It was Ernie Myers, yeah, also a legend with NC State, but not David Thompson. So Ernie, and he My- was even like he was even like Ernie like, Myers gave it a cut. Yeah, just cut, 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 cut. And oh man, they just kept his face on there. So yeah, that kind of that kind of just kind of told you like I feel like that was the the mojo breaker of the entire game. We'll yeah. get into what maybe broke our mojo in the yeah. superstitions, but that was just <laughs> that was a total recall of the entire game is that we put Ernie Myers on the screen and it was supposed to be David Thompson. Yeah. We we got they got it right with like five minutes left. They did. They finally yeah. put David Thompson actually on there. I'm surprised he was still in attendance. Yeah, I might would have left after they mistaken me <laughs> for Ernie Myers. Or the fact that we had only scored twenty points up until that point. Yeah. Or twenty four. We were probably up to twenty four at that point. Because we um, didn't we missed like our last, I don't know, twenty one shots or something. I was going to do one for the last twenty one. Yeah, I was going to do a big stat heavy thing because Twitter literally blew up, and not only Twitter but just articles about us blew up, and we're the laughing stock for the next three or four days. But I kind of went through, <laughs> I went through the seven stages of grief, all in one basketball game. If you can believe that, Kent, do you know what the seven stages? I of do grief not. Are? You're going to have to explain. All right, this is kind of off the cuff. Number one. Seven stages of grief at the Virginia Tech game. You and I 
sitting side by side. Shock and denial. So you will probably react to learning of the loss with numbing, numb disbelief. You may deny the reality of the loss at some level in order to avoid the pain. This may last for weeks. That's step how one. Did, how long did that last for you? Like 10 minutes? <laughs> if that. Number two. After we started one for 17. <laughs> number two. Pain and guilt. As the shock wears off, is replaced with the suffering of unbelievable pain. Although excruciating and almost unbearable, it's important that you experience the pain fully and not hide it. So that was number two. That was probably about halftime when you are on Twitter. That was halftime. Okay. Ooh, or I see three. Anger and bargaining. <laughs> Frustration gives way to anger, and you may lash out and lay unwarranted blame for the death on someone else. That was not the death of Wolfpack basketball. But that's what the seven steps said. I understand. So that was that probably, was at halftime. That was at halftime. I don't know. You were starting to lash out from. Uh, I got. I took this day off. You were yelling some really funny stuff out there, man. Yeah, I was on one. Uh, yeah. Number four: depression, <laughs> reflection, and loneliness. Just when your friends may think you should be getting on with your life, a long period of sad reflection will overtake you. This is a normal stage. This is probably on the way to North Hills. So do not be talked out of it by well-meaning outsiders. No, you'll see I get to the good stages. Number five, the upward turn. This is me and you and maybe start of the second half. As you start to adjust to the life without your dear one, the wolf pack, <laughs> your life becomes a little calmer and more organized. Your physical symptoms lessens and your depression, quote-unquote, begins to lift slightly. Number six, this is probably me and you about ten minutes ago. Reconstruction and working through. <laughs> As you become more functional, your mind starts working again. You'll find yourself seeking realistic solutions to problems posed by life without your loved one. Your loved one is the wolf pack. And oh finally, me and you towards the end of the game. Acceptance and hope. During this, the last seven stage, last of the seven stages, you learn to accept and deal with the reality of your situation. It doesn't mean instant happiness. Given the pain and turmoil you experience, you can never return to carefree untroubled you this is very good that existed before this tragedy but you will find a way to move forward that's really that was that was really good man i'm glad <laughs> i think glad we did this in yeah, a matter yeah. of three I would, hours i would say i would i would add some time to that i think it was like the the trip to north hills for lunch and all that kind of stuff after the game it, you have to add some of that in there yeah because it took you to about the time you got your food that you were really back to normal you know my other theory is that, like, maybe our team's really into 24. Well, I mean, it is, like, the most famous number other than 44. And I mean, it's like Julius Hyde and TJ Warren. And uh, Googs. And Googies. And Burleson. Maybe Kevin Keats is, like, a big fan of the T.I. song, 24. I don't know if I know that song. Right on Chrome. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Down. 24. Okay. I don't know if that's no. that was that was really good. That was better than your Sleepy Brown. Yeah, it was a bit. No, my Sleepy Brown was better. <laughs> and maybe Kevin Keese is just like a shadow figure that just loves the Jeff Gordon life, the Rainbow Warrior number twenty-four. I doubt it. Oh, I mean, who 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 in their right mind likes Jeff Gordon? What superstitions fucked us this game? Well, <laughs> as you know. All right, so we're walking to the game. We're a little bit late. That's that's your fault. You were trying to drink it until game longer. Yeah, it was my fault. Um, and we're walking through uh, Carter Finley lot. <laughs> I knew you were gonna shit on me for this. And there's like there's some <laughs> cash laying on the ground, some dollars too. It wasn't like twenties or anything. And I walked by. I was like, hmm, somebody dropped their stuff. And he's like, you're just gonna walk by. And I'm like, <laughs> well, yeah, it's not my money. And uh, so Will picks it up, and that just that was just bad karma. Three bucks. <laughs> ask ask how well uh, Braxton went from three point. What over nine? Yeah, over twelve. Total. What were we two for twenty eight from threes? Two for twenty eight. That's a good yeah. stat, and that's a, that's a stat you should mention because that was an abomination. Yeah, there was three dollars. Like they looked like it came out of the U.S. Mint. They so were crisp. they were really crisp three dollar bills. Three dollars. It wasn't a one. If a one, I can understand, but I've never seen three dollars just laying there. And I thought I'm I'd be sure like, like it was in their pocket. They took their cell phone out. Three dollars fell out. That's yeah. my theory. Who carries just a three spot on them though? Like uh-huh. carry a twenty spot on you, a ten or a five. Who carries just three spot? They probably carried a five. They went and got something to drink at the gas station. They got three dollars and change. Who pays the cat? Okay. Anyway, I picked up. Th- I mean, I picked up three one. Good lord, I'm broke. 
And uh, the other thing was that we got notified that while we were outside with your fam is that they scored like six points, which was a quarter. They scored. They've scored seven points. So we were like a minute late getting into the game, and they scored a two. And then when we got back into halftime, Wyatt hits a three, and <laughs> somehow, and then they had another two. So they scored seven of the twenty-four points in the While three we minutes. Were not we were seats. not in our seats. I'm telling you, man, there's something to these superstitions that we're we're gonna figure oh, out a dear. formula by the end of this year. I, I promise we're gonna have a whole book report on it for you guys. Yeah. And uh, finally tonight. Gosh, yeah. So we played Carolina tonight, and uh, that didn't go too well. This is the second time we recorded on a, uh, which we've been told by listeners that it's not a good thing that we recorded on a game night. And the last time we did it was when we lost to Wake Forest. No, we, there's one in between. We we did one that we won. No, no, no. I'm saying when we oh we were recording. It. Okay, I think it, it was matter. after Wake Forest. We we did a show that we won after the game. It doesn't so matter. It People good. only keep track of your losses. <laughs> yeah, who cares? Um. Yeah. So, yeah, we lost to Carolina tonight. But to be fair, like, I didn't even leave to come over here until we were down by 25. Yeah. I left work when we were down by 10. And you know your boy's in 2020. He doesn't listen to the game when he's driving. I put it on a podcast. Then you know the score. And Kent texted me that we were getting jacked by the refs as usual, which I will document if we actually did. But tell me kind of a summary of the game, man. We, You and I watched most of the second half together, but – Give me your kind of initial thoughts. I mean, I, I thought we came out okay. Uh, we shot the ball really, really well. I think Braxton was four for four. From yeah, three in the started first half. super hot. We needed that. Um, from Saturday. I mean, hell, we shot fifty percent from the field and fifty five percent or fifty six percent from three in the first half. We're down sixteen. Yeah, with four turnovers. So what is that? It was all offensive. I mean, it was it was it was rebounding. I think. Uh, they had like a sixteen to three advantage on the offensive glass. I mean, uh, uh, second chance points in the first half. Yeah, second chance when I was watching it at work, it was the second chance second chance points were huge. Yeah, second chance points, and then I think they were plus twelve from the free throw line in the first half. So I mean, you add those two things together, I mean, it's yeah, a recipe for disaster. We've added those up all season long since yeah. we've been. Doing I didn't even look at the final stats. I wonder how many more free throws that they shot. Not nah, fired up, man. Um, um, my biggest takeaway while you're firing that up is is, is Luke May. God, please, please fucking graduate. Just and trim your eyebrows and do something with that stupid-ass chin strap that you have. <laughs> that like chin, freaking idiot. That chin strap, man. So let me tell you a story about a chin strap. When I was a – I think I was a freshman in college, the chin strap was actually cool, and that was in 2002. So we were – let's fast-forward 16 years, and he's still rocking that shit. So – I tried to rock a chin strap, and uh, <laughs> the ladies weren't feeling it, so I shaved it. Spoiler alert there. Uh, but Luke May killed us as usual. Yeah. I mean, no big deal. We all expect this. It's, it's not a big not a big fuss when he does that. Um, Transition D was killing us. They, they play fast just like we do, but they play a different level of fast. I think uh, Evan from the At Red and White podcast that we always shout out, Gave us the uh, yeah. reply that just basically said they have the stallions and we don't, yeah. which is true. Yeah, especially when we're trying to play that up and down, fast-paced yeah. tempo. We can't do that. They've got McDonald's All-Americans. We don't. We've got fifth-year transfers. We've got yeah. fourth-year transfers from another school. I mean, it, it's just we got to get the talent in, and we will. I mean, Kevin Keats is a winner. I'm not worried about that at all. You have final stats for us at all? Yeah, so they uh, we, we end up losing by 17 they scored 16 more points at the line. Okay. Yeah. So That's, So how many more attempts? They shot the 13 more attempts. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it sucks too that we can't when we get to the line we can't make a free throw either. Yeah, that's That a, doesn't help us. That's a big no-no. Um, but, but we yeah, actually it's a, a good We actually made the same amount of shots that they did. Oh, good stat. Yeah, if like actual shots that were yeah. not free throws, you know. Um, I mean, overall we shot the ball well. We shot 50% from the field for the game. Um, forty-one percent from three. I mean, you can't really ask for them to do much more than that. No, they play great offensively. What did they score? Ninety. Ninety-six. Yeah. So yeah. we dropped ninety-six in a game, and we're crying about it now. And we lost by seventeen. I mean, but don't cry about that. Yeah, man. I'm not that. I'm not. I mean, we scored twenty-four in the last game. Yeah. I told you after we left that game in the parking lot that we were gonna score ninety against Carolina. You did, and you're right. Yeah. It's I just, just that shame that I actually dropped one seventeen. 
Yeah. 13. 113. Oh, 113. Yeah, uh, second worst. Second most points that we've ever allowed. Yeah. Unbelievable. So. Yeah. So that was kind of how that one went. RIP, man. Guess what? We've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight games left. And we have the, I believe, the second weakest schedule going forward in the ACC, according to Twitter. So I would believe it. So, um, yeah. So one thing we asked a couple of listeners uh, what they thought about the, the game and sent us their hot takes. So you mentioned red and white pod. We also got one from uh, James Cunningham. Yeah, says, James, what up? F my life. Oh, it's, it's not that serious. We have a very winnable schedule in the back half of it. Right. We, we really play the trash of the ACC most of the time. Yeah, so here's the thing, though. Four and six. Yeah, but are we trash? It remains to be seen, man. We're halfway in the can, but we're not trash yet. Okay. We're like in the recycling bin, not quite in the trash can. Yeah, so we're four and six. We're one game past the midway point. We've got eight games left. Okay. What's let's, our what's our schedule coming up? So let's look at the last the last eight games. Let's we'll do it. All right, so let's start with at Pitt this weekend. What, what do you think? As you're chasing well, down Pitt some, uh, just uh lost a Wake Forest in overtime. Yeah. At, and they, and Pitt lost to us, so they've got to be trash. Yeah. Keats has gotta take these extra days and get them pumped for this. I think that's a good road W. Not a good road W in the sense that they're a good team, but we got to get on. We have to win that game. If we don't win that game, we have serious, serious yeah. concerns. Because if we fall to 4-7 to seven with Syracuse and Duke next, that's going to be a challenge. I mean, Syracuse, we're going to get at home. So Yeah, I like our chances at home. I hate, I hate our chances to run into Syracuse fans at home, but uh, you and I won't be there, right? No, we'll be there. Oh shit! Yeah. All right, that should be a good game. I like our. I like two wins there. Let's get back to six and six. All right. Back in five hundred ACC. What, what do you think there? You got any negative opinions about that? I think Hughes is a toss up. Okay. No, I agree with that. They're playing good ass basketball. So yeah, I think we can. I think. I think we'll get the win this weekend. Um, at Pitt, hopefully, and uh, and and honestly, if we can just get one of those two, I'm okay. Yeah, one of the two Q's or Duke games. Obviously, nobody no, feels... Hughes or Pitt. I'm not. I, oh. I think we need to get one of those two. I don't think we have to sweep them, but we need to get one of those two. Okay, so tell me the rest of the schedule, and I can kind of give you commentary. All right, so you got at Duke. That's an L. Yeah, you think so? No yeah. chance. No chance. All right. No chance. <laughs> no chance in hell. All right. Um, uh, home versus BC. I like it. Just gotta stop Kai Bowman from dropping forty on us randomly. But okay. other than that, they have. Literally no talent that I'm worried about. All right, so let's say you're going back. You're saying a win at Pitt, a win at Q's. I like two and one through that stretch. All right, so that gets us to six and seven going into BC, seven and seven after the BC game. Okay. All right, so you got Wake Forest. All right. At home. Danny Manning's going to get fired after this year, and we're going to win that game at home. I'm not worried about that at all. Eight and seven in the league. Eight and seven, that's fine. All right, at FSU. At FSU, I'm worried about their. Uh, they've had a little shaky. They had a great start and and kind of a shaky. They've stretch. come back. They've come back. Like a shaky stretch, like we had, but we've also played good teams. They did yeah. too during that stretch. They did too, too as well. So that's a that's a game I could see us easily losing. I mean, I, to go to win at Pitt, lose at Duke, and then and catch that game at FSU, I could see an easy L there. I'd, I'd put us down for an L. So where does that put us? Uh, goes back to eight and eight. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like we really need to get the Florida State game just from a signature win standpoint. Yeah, uh, I agree. That's another conversation. That's the last one that we're gonna have a chance. That'll make us look good. To yeah. The if not, tournament. we're gonna have to get some wins in the tournament. Exactly. Um, then you got so you're eight and eight going to Georgia Tech at home. So in in PNC you got Georgia Tech. That's a freaking W. Just move on. All right. Nine and eight at BC. I think that's going to be a big one. I think we, we're we going to beat them at home. And I don't think it's going to be a blowout. I think it's going to be a game where we'll win by seven or eight points. But the at BC, the last game of the season, it's going to be one of those games that we'll look back on. It's like, did we get in or did we get not? Like, are we off the bubble? Yeah. I feel like with the remaining schedule being that we're four and six right now, we could easily be anywhere from eight and ten to ten and eight. Does nine and nine get us in? 
Depends on if we does not and on with an at Florida State win get us in, and a home win against Q's. Yeah, I think so. I agree, and maybe. But we need like we need one win in the ACC tournament. Yeah, yeah, we need Auburn to win. We need like we need Auburn to just win the rest of their games. We need Auburn to win as many as they can. We need Wisconsin to keep charging like yeah. they're charging now, and all of the other teams that we've lost to, they're gonna keep charging. I, I don't see any reason why the teams that we've lost to aren't going to other keep than Lake well. Forest. Other than Lake Forest, yeah, yeah. of course. But um, yeah, so I, I think that I'm predicting nine and nine, bro. I mean, I, I'm looking back now, and I, I do understand what I've said, but I think this this team is so inconsistent. They're not going to win point. every game that they should. They're not. I I think I'd be surprised if that happened. So I think nine and nine is nine and nine is, is where we're going to be at, and the schedule does shape shape up pretty well for us it does so i think nine and nine and then we got to win a game and ideally two games in the tourney and we're comfortably in and we're at that classic they gotta get they gotta get a big one though they need to get a signature win they do they could win at florida state i think that would that would need that classic uh 11 seed nc state i don't think we're gonna be an 11 seed regardless if we go nine and nine we're gonna we're gonna be somewhere in that six seven range okay well, that's where we're at. So, can we get to everybody's favorite segment of the week? Oh, yeah. Six-pack time. It's six-pack time. Oh, is that, is that the know. new one? That's not the thing. We're supposed to be cracking beers for that, but oh, we didn't yeah. do that. So. My bad. Uh, quick amends to the six-pack from last week. I did get a few shout-outs that I forgot. Wolf of Wall Street has oh, yeah. a Matthew McConaughey movie, and I completely fudged that up. Any other ones that you thought of in the past? Nah, nah, that's... Wolf of Wall Street, Matthew McConaughey was perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God, I wish we had this on like YouTube or Twitch. So, uh, six pack this week, I came up with it, not to brag, but it was more of a thing. Where it was like we were thinking back to the Virginia Tech game where I was, and I was like, "What's that? That was such a horrible loss. That like, what's a level of loss that you've ever felt?" <laughs> That you've been through in your life. And we're not talking about like, oh, what's the worst state loss you've been to or a game that you've been to. It's like, what have you experienced in your sports playing days that have just shell-shocked you? And I'll start with you, Ken. Yeah, I, 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 whenever I'm going through this, I didn't really come up with anything that was too good like from an actual result because I can't remember the results. No, the one, no one remembers the results. I just remember the results from me. Yeah, like that, well, that's what I say. It's all personal. It's like what you fucked up on. So I know in the final, in my final high school baseball game, my senior year. Okay, your senior year at East Bladen. Shouts to the Cougars. Yeah, um, at a Columbus County team. I forget which one it was. Um, They're all trash. Yeah, I'm. I started on the mound that night, and uh, I actually. I felt like I, I threw a lot of junk. I threw a lot of junk in high school. Okay. <laughs> and so you really rely on your infielders uh, to do their business. To do their business. Right, right, right. And so, um, you know, or I think I went through the first inning pretty easily. Second inning, though, I started getting ground balls and they just booted them everywhere. <laughs> so you're and, not blaming uh, yourself. You're blaming your. No, 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 no. Let me get to it. <laughs> and so that just kind of sets the stage in my mind of, of, uh, it it just it just messes with my brain, I guess, and so uh, you know you got, you got I, in your head a little bit. Yeah, so I start walking people. I get I get the, you know I get I get the relief pitcher come in, but then I go and 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 go to first base and um, finish out the game. Well, not finish out the game at first, but um, later on, uh, maybe even in that same inning that I get pulled, uh, another ground ball is hit. Mm-hmm. And uh, <clears throat> the fielder throws it to me at first. I scoop it, make an excellent, excellent scoop. I mean, it was like you know MLB style scoop over at first. And the uh, umpire called the guy safe. You Ozzy Smith it, and they called it safe. Yeah, and it was bullshit. And I turned around to him, and I was like, straight like Happy Gilmore, ah oh, horseshit, like <laughs> to the to the ref. And then I got or to the ump. I got the gate in my last game, and then the guy from second was going to third, and so everybody was watching that, watching me get the gate, right? And the third baseman wasn't paying attention, and I just 
let loose that ball to try to get the guy out at third, and I hit the guy in the throat. <laughs> the third baseman in the throat. <laughs> it was a freaking beeline, man. Wait. <laughs> there was no penalty on you for that? No, no, like I hit like I hit the guy that was supposed to catch the ball, but he wasn't paying attention oh, to the runner hit, coming you, in you from your second. Teammate. I hit my I hit my teammate in the who throat. Who was your third baseman? I can't remember who it was. Oh man. Yeah, it was something else. That's a good one. Yeah. That was a little bit long winded, I apologize. No, man, we're only at fifty minutes. My first one is uh I've never been good at basketball. I think you may have known this about me. Yeah. <laughs> but uh I played, uh, everybody played rec league basketball. Well, rec league is like when you're uh, maybe even earlier than middle school. And I, I swear to God, I think you were on my same team, Kent. We played in that little, in that gym in Elizabethtown mm-hmm. that we had like sponsors for our teams. Was, uh, was Russell your coach? Yeah. Yeah, I was on your team. Yeah, you were on the team. It was a red team. Was it like KFC? I think so. Like, yeah, I yeah. think we are a Kentucky Fried Chicken team. Uh, we grew up in a town of like 3,400 people. And uh, they pretty much played anybody because uh, you, there was no one else there to play <laughs> at that age. So I didn't get much playing time. I understood that. We had uh, we had maybe two future where we thought would be NBA players on our team. We had the L teams on our team. I'm pretty positive we did. Yeah, I think A King was on the team. Yeah, he yeah, was. He was. He had a good crew. We had a good crew. So I didn't get any yeah. burn, but I was just happy to be part of the team. And uh, I finally, <laughs> I think we were playing someone that just. We shouldn't have been playing. And, uh, you know, they, they threw me in that point. No big deal. But I remember, and it's it's sad that I remember this because my only basketball memories that I have is that I uh, I got the ball. They threw it in on the backcourt. And I took it up. I got some pressure by the defense. Please tell me you shot the wrong basket. No. <laughs> I knew that was going to be a good <laughs> No. You know, I hammered it up. I was I was trying to do my little between the legs and shit, and uh, I take it across half court, and I get a little bit of defense on me, and all of a sudden I'm backing up, and I get the whistle blown. What's that called? <laughs> <laughs> little backcourt action. So uh. my first handle is a point guard. I'm go- I'm getting deep. I'm getting <laughs> struggling into a backcourt. So I'm cool. Oh man. Coach Russell Priest shouts to Russell. Leaves me in for some reason. He shouldn't have. But <laughs> next possession down. Uh, Please tell me you did the same thing. Nah. Next possession down. Somebody somebody else handles the ball. And I'm like, I think everybody saw that I was trash at basketball. So I got left wide open at the three point line. I was like waiting for my call, like Braxton Beverly. And I got past the ball and I chucked up. The biggest air ball in basketball history. Like I think it went over the goal. If I my memory serves me right, because these memories get in your brain and make you feel anxiety about playing basketball for the rest of your life. Is that <laughs> I shot that up and then uh, I got pulled and I didn't get played again. I think I quit from there. So Jesus, sorry, pretty... emotional trauma Woo. coming to the front. All right. <laughs> That was a pretty good one, man. What you got, man? Number two. Um, I don't know. I think maybe I'll go to church league basketball. And uh, this oh, are you? Like, this is the Methodist boy game. This is the Baptist. Oh, Baptist boy guard. Sorry. Um, Didn't mean I was. To I grew up. I, like that. No, I grew up as in Methodist, but it was Baptist, and we, All right, I had to go to get to, religious on this podcast. Well, I'm just saying, I had to go to the Baptist church to to play basketball for their. Uh, for the basketball team. Yeah, noted Methodist or not big basketball fans. Yeah, I guess not, except for at Duke. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, so, but this was in high school, and uh, the, the games got pretty contentious. I, I literally fouled out every game, I think. But there was this one game that was super embarrassing, and uh, I, I had a little hops, and I thought that – um, hold on, hold on. One, one moment. You got hops? I did. I don't really have them anymore. Oh, you couldn't get rimmed though. Oh no, I could. I could throw it down, man. <laughs> no, you couldn't. Yeah, you're like four inches shorter than me. It doesn't matter. I, I had mad hops. Okay. I was probably like two out of ten on the dunk. Anybody like know? Anybody knows Kent? Please <laughs> at me about his hops because they aren't there. No, they were there, dude. <laughs> so there was this one game that uh, that uh, I don't know. The opportunity presented itself. And the ball was coming off just right that I tried to go through the lane 
and catch a rebound dunk on everybody and uh, completely whiffed on the basketball, <laughs> but still like hammered the the goal <laughs> and I hung on it. So you yoked on the rim. I yoked on the rim. There was no ball there. No ball during the game, hung on the rim <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, I got it teed up. Yeah, that was terrible. <laughs> I was so embarrassed, man. Uh, my second one is that my uh, my high school sports experience was my junior year of high school. They decided to add a tennis team, so I've been playing tennis for a minute uh, because I was obviously unathletic in every other sport, and <clears throat> our tennis team. Again, we had a population of 3,400, and our graduating class camp was what? Maybe like 140, 150. Yeah, 150 people that graduated with us. So there wasn't there, – it was uh, slim pickings on the tennis team for sure. So your boy was number one seed. Nice. Every match. And <laughs> this is the overall collective is that I uh, pretty much lost every – Because you had to play the best. Pretty much every match that I had. <laughs> had to play the the you number one the team number one every, at every other school. Yeah, every other school. And I mean, Lumberton, Whiteville, yeah. whoever it was. These kids have been playing tennis since the age of six years old. Like they were groomed, like Agassi, who probably had an abusive dad. That's like, hey, Jeez, man. I don't know. He probably did to be as good as he was at eighteen when he won the U.S. Open. But I, uh, yeah, I, I didn't get run, but my serve was trash. Uh, I had a killer forehand, and I still do. Anybody wants to come challenge me on the tennis court? Is it a court? Uh, holler at me because my forehand is still I'm killing. In, you won't. You can't fuck with me in tennis, man. Or Jackson. Uh, I ain't worried about anybody in your family playing me in tennis. Jackson. But, Jackson was the one seed. But uh, yeah, well. I, I was feeling myself. Also, uh, pretty much three quarters of our tennis squad was basketball players that had nothing to do. So uh, that was my biggest one. I got. I got murdered in pretty much every tennis match. It was fun, though. Cool. So that's what, four? So we got two more? You got two more. All right, so uh, I don't know. It was probably like three or four years ago. I played in the uh, alumni versus varsity soccer game that he's played. Okay. I'm not liking your chances right now. And uh, so I was the only person. Well, A, I was the oldest person there. And they I was were the, laughing at your ass, you old old ass. I was the only person like that was on the inaugural soccer teams, like because like you were there for the start of tennis. I was there for the start of soccer. Right. Yeah, we had the exact same starting years. Yeah. So, um, which was really cool because I also had like the records for most goals scored. <laughs> <laughs> right. Which is easy to do with only two years existing. Yeah. With like during the first, like I had it at the first game. Oh yeah. <laughs> and. Uh, but um, so we were playing like the the sixteen and seventeen eighteen year old varsity team, and uh, we're at like a one one tie with like seventy five minutes into the game. There's like five minutes left, and I literally get a wide open goal uh, opportunity, and I literally whiff the soccer ball. <laughs> Kind of like, like I whiffed, was kind of like you with the alley oop. Yeah, but this was worse because I would have beat those little eighteen year olds, and I'm a thirty year old out there crushing them. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so that was pretty embarrassing, man. I was really, really disappointed and bummed that I lost the game for my team. So wait, you whiffed it, and they just ended up winning the game. I mean, I think uh, no. Are you blacked up, out after that? I think it was a tie, and you know how soccer is—a tie is trash. Yeah, soccer's but, trash, actually. Yeah, I used to play, so I could stay. Somewhat decent shape during the fall, so I could play baseball. Yeah, not too much anymore. Yeah, Mister, haven't worked out in six months. Yeah, I'm. I, I keep telling myself that it's, tomorrow's going to be the day. <laughs> uh, my Probably last, not tomorrow though. No, not tomorrow. We're we're running a little late. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my right, last, last one, one. My last one is a cornhole injury. Oh yeah, <laughs> injury. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so uh, oh, last man. last July fourth, went to a cookout. And my boy, Brandon Crockett's, I know you're listening. We uh, throw in some bags. We actually had a comeback win that was for the ages. But during that match, somehow, we were 
throwing bags, and I had a kind of a heavy set dude that was on the side with me, and uh, he kind of tripped up. He had a few Coronas in him, and <laughs> you know, stepping like falling back and stepping on the top of my foot broke my foot. <laughs> No kidding. Literally fractured a bone in the top of my foot. He broke a bone playing cornhole. The, the first ever broken bone playing cornhole. Oh, that's unbelievable. Uh, had to rock a boot for about three months. And uh, you know what? We got the W, though. So you already know what it is. Cornhole okay. champs. Congratulations, man. Can we get the fuck out of here? I guess, yeah. I'm tired of hearing your voice, man. It's late. It's, it's not late, but I'm tired of hearing your voice. Thanks. We're out this bitch. Stay hungry, y'all.